Hello friends and welcome to episode number 164 of Bat Flips and Maple Dips. It's Patrick here in Halifax, Nova Scotia. He's Justin Anderson in Saskatoon, Saskatchewan. Justin, a lot of shit has happened, so we're just going to get right into it. Yes, sir. Um, how, how are you? I'll ask you, I guess. I'm I don't good. really care, but... Um, <laughs> you don't really care. Well, yesterday was the end of the month, so as people know who listen to the show, I work in sales, and I'm like yeah. just mentally exhausted, and then having to go into the work the next day is... Just the like shit. today was today is a slog to get through. So yeah, I'm glad we're doing this because at least it gave me something to look forward to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Enjoyable, you know, at the end of the day. So yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of good. Sh- there's a lot of good news to talk about. I mean, Hell some yeah. stuff that we'll talk about is not so fun, but I mean that's okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Nobody who no players sign forever for to to one team unless you're Nick Lidstrom. Uh, you know, it, it does, or Sidney Crosby, I guess, or Genny Malkin. You know, there's not a yeah. lot of players in sports that stay with one team. Not even forever. Tom Brady did it. Not even Tom Mr. Brady. Mr. Patriot. Not even Peyton Manning did it. Nope. Andrew Luck did it, but then he retired early. Yeah, but we don't have to get into that anyway. <laughs> uh, let's just let's just rattle off a couple of things right quick here. Yep. If you like our our what are we podcast? Show, podcast. That's how fucked my head is right now as far as like i've already uh, cursed like six times if you like opening. the thing that we do with the voices yep you can follow us at bfmd podcast our website bfmdpodcast.com you can check us out on anchor apple spotify google podcasts breaker pocket casts radio public stitcher tune in and then there's like a billion more that we don't even know about yeah so shout out to all of our fans in uh, Calgary, Alberta, Canada, home of the Calgary Flames. And isn't that where the the Hart family are from, the wrestlers? The I have Hearts? no idea. I, I'm, I was never into wrestling, so here. Well, I, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I know they, the Calgary hitmen, that's, yeah, they got to be from there. Anyway, shout out to Calgary. <laughs> Big ups. Um, cool to see the Flames good again. Uh, at the same time as the Oilers too, that's kind of a fun little rivalry. Um, let's just do a quick CFL thing and then we'll, we'll yeah, move speaking on. Speaking of Calgary, <laughs> the yeah, Rangers that's right. Stampeders in overtime, baby. Double overtime. Yeah, it was not a pretty. Suck it. it. Was not a pretty game. No, it was uh, not. Uh, the Ticats got the win over the Alouettes, so they will now face the Argonauts in the CFL East Division Finals, while the Saskatchewan. Rough Riders are going to head out to Winnipeg to face the Blue Bombers um, in the West Division Finals. So, Justin, let's just do this, like, off the cuff. We're, yeah. we're not going to spend too much time analyzing this, but uh, let's start with the Ticats and the Argonauts. Uh, nice little Battle of Ontario. Who's your pick? And like be the, honest. I like the Ticats. Uh, I think their, their defense mm. is playing really well right now. And in football, more often than not, we've seen great defenses win win you championships and win you important yep. games. Um, yep. I just think that the Ticats have a, have a strong defense. They're all healthy right now. And they they played really well against Montreal and to close out the season. So I think yep. that they'll I think they'll I think they'll win. I think it'll be close. They'll probably come down to the last five minutes. Might be a field goal to win. But I think the Tiger guys get it done. Let's okay. That's fair. Uh, where's the uh, great cup this year? It's in Hamilton. So they've got motivation right. to get there. I got to go with the Ticats, too, then. I want to see a home team for the Grey Cup. That's always kind of a cool thing. 
when it happens. It doesn't happen every year, but uh, yeah, okay. So Ty Cats, this is the big one, buddy. Uh, Rough Riders, Bombers in the West. Um, I obviously I, I want it to be the Rough Riders, but yeah. the Bombers are the best team in the CFL by by a wide margin. Yeah, it's not close. Yeah, but still, hey, make your had, pick. They had a week off there. They might be. Make your pick. Who are we laying money down on this you know weekend? What? I'm not gonna. I never. I'll never bet against the Riders. Um, all right. And yeah, we're all I, I want in them on to the win. Riders. I'm all in the Riders. Push my all right, chips we're, in. We're, I'll gas the brakes, baby. We're all in on the Riders over the Blue Bombers. I'm not gonna call the score for either of them because I don't no. know enough uh, yeah. for the season. Didn't really get a chance to watch too much CFL this year. Okay, so our. Uh, I guess our our. Grey Cup is the Rough Riders uh, hitting the road to Hamilton to face the Ticats at home. That's yeah. a really sexy Grey Cup. Uh, that's really That'd interesting. That'd be fun. That being said, don't be surprised if it's Argos and Blue Bombers. <laughs> we don't know shit. We're just yeah. rooting for the teams we like because there are people on the teams that we like. Uh, and also Justin's hometown team, I guess you could say. Uh, let's move on. Let's. There's one thing I want to talk about before we do the free agent stuff. Sure. Obviously, there's a ton of Blue Jays stuff to talk about, but there was a nice little, uh, little tweet I saw from Hector Gomez at H G O M E Z two seven. I guess I could have just said H Gomez, but uh, Edwin Encarnacion will open his baseball academy tomorrow in the Dominican Republic. Here's the direct quote. Our goal is that the young players who are in our academy become high school graduates. Those who cannot sign with an MLB team, then they will have the opportunity to go to a university in the United States, end quote. I love this. That's great. Uh, Edwin Encarnacion, obviously a huge part of Blue Jay history, especially those few years uh, where we actually made the playoffs and were competitive. It was really sad to see him get signed by Cleveland. Uh, ultimately, it was for the best for the team. I can see that now. Hard to see that when you're, uh, you know, you're used to winning playoff games and things <laughs> like that. But um, I guess this is probably the end of Edwin's. Oh yeah, hundred percent pro playing career. Yeah, he didn't play it all last year, so he's he's done. Yeah. Um, all right, fair enough. But I mean, congratulations to Edwin. Base this baseball academy is going to mean a lot to the Dominican Republic. And it's going to mean even more to those players who come out of the Dominican Republic looking for a place to play, um, but also the, the idea of helping high school graduates and things like that. I mean, there's nothing about this that anybody could have an issue with. This is like everyone likes that. Yeah. This is terrific. And uh, I'm really excited to see what Edwin can do in order to kind of be a uh, – a cornerstone in uh, can, the continuing story of baseball in the Dominican Republic. So, kudos to Edwin. Kudos to Edwin. Let's talk transactions, Patrick, because there is a bunch of them. Yep. Yo, uh, lead the way, Justin. <laughs> Tell me. Yeah, the big one, of course, uh, at Jeff Passan on Twitter. He dropped a Passan bomb. Breaking. This was on the 28th, so three days ago. Right-hander Kevin Gosman and the Toronto Blue Jays are in agreement on a five-year, $110 million contract. Sources tell ESPN. Kevin Gosman, who is 30, is coming off a superb 2021 in which he struck out 227 batters in 192 innings with an ERA of 281. 
His market was hot, and he winds up with a Toronto team that already has Jose Barrios, Alec Manoa, Hunjin Ryu in its rotation. The Blue Jays are built to win now. You love to see that, Patrick Marsh. Yep, this is a big one. Obviously, I'm, I mean, I said I would have preferred Robbie Ray, and I'm not saying that I don't still, yep. but I think Kevin Gossman is an excellent pitcher. There's nothing about him not to like. Uh, he garnered Cy Young votes, if I recall Did you correctly. watch the video of his splitter? Uh, wasn't there like a, it was like two screens. It showed like, uh, I saw a GIF that yeah. showed his splitter compared to other splitters. And or, compared or to even like to that. his four-seam fastball, which comes out of the same arm slot. It's like, it's filthy. <laughs> it is filthy. Yeah. He has a better pitch repertoire than Robbie Ray, who's a two-pitch pitcher, which it can be scary. I understand why a team would be gun-shy to give a big contract to a two-pitch pitcher. Uh, but Gossman had been pursued by the Toronto Blue Jays in the previous two off-seasons. Yeah. So it is no surprise that uh, these, you know, this is uh, not a, a marriage of convenience. This is definitely one where both parties were very interested uh, in one another. Yes. And uh, I think Kevin said that he was surprised that he got another reach out, but uh, he was excited. And he says he wants to spend the rest of his career here, so that's kind of cool. Yeah, he did um, his intro press conference today. Um, I think the quote was that he wasn't surprised that Ross reached out again, but oh, yeah, right. I might be mistaken. But uh, I, don't yeah, know. I, he, I read it very quickly. And he uh, he talked about how yeah, you, you mentioned that he said he wants to finish his career. He said the quote was like, "I want to finish my career in the place where it all began," because as we talked about last episode, his first career start was at Rogers Center, so uh, that's pretty cool. And obviously, he talked about how. He talked to, this is the most random two people, Dominic Leone and Steve Pierce, <laughs> both gave glowing <laughs> yeah. reviews of their time as a Toronto Blue Jay. Uh, so I guess if, if the two like peripheral guys that you talk to give you great reviews, it's probably a pretty good sign. So, Not a surprise whatsoever uh, that uh, those two guys that you mentioned would have had glowing reviews. They were treated very well when they were in Toronto. Um, yeah. Yeah, this is just great all around. This is really exciting. A question, though, who's our ace? Is it Kevin Gossman or is it Jose Barrios? I have my answer. I want to hear yours. I don't even know why it matters. you got both of them. <laughs> you got two aces. True. I, I think it's Barrios, personally. Yeah. Um, he's obviously got – well, both of them, I guess, have experience pitching against the AL East because Gossman was an Oriole at the start of his career. But obviously, mm -hmm. Barrios has been very consistent over his career whereas Gosman is kind of really just rounding into form in the past couple of seasons. So I think I think it's Barrios, but man, I it's a honestly if you flipped a coin and told me one way, I wouldn't even argue with you, Patrick. I'm calling it now. Our starter for 2022 will be Jose Barrios. Gosman will be second. Um third will be I think third's probably Ryu to be honest with you. Yeah, I think you're right cuz you can't just go right 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 and then left. Yeah. Uh, so I think it's going to be Ryu, and then Manoa will be four, although if Alec Manoa is your number four pitcher, you've got a <laughs> lethal rotation. Yeah, and then uh, you've still got Strips and potentially Nate Pearson as your number five possibilities right now, and obviously there's still some offseason to go. And Yep, there's so. been chatter. Uh, you say Kikuchi has come up. Yep. Uh, that's not a surprise. We discussed him on the last episode. Um, I As of seen now, any we're other... like uh, three, four, four, five hours away from the lockout, so that's fun. 
Yeah, it's not over. I would say this this episode will be outdated before we even get it out. <laughs> Just like the last uh, one. <laughs> we're still going to go over the stuff that's already happened. Yeah. And then if anything new comes while we talk. I've got Twitter open. <laughs> uh, I will check it out. Something did just slide across my desk Ooh, that's what you, what mildly interesting. Uh, I don't know whether or not this is confirmed or not, but possibly Marcus Stroman going to the Chicago Cubs. Interesting. I can't see his statuses because he blocked the podcast account because one time I said something to him I, I probably shouldn't have said online, but it was fine. Well, he only tweeted one <laughs> thing, which was which somebody, it was Ken Rosenthal retweeted. Yeah, it's confirmed. I see. Y'all that. ready to deal all year in front of that unbelievable Wrigley crowd, my bro, let's get to work at Cubs. Mm. There you go. Marcus Stroman going to the Cubs. Um, thank God. And I'll leave it at that. Um, yeah. Uh, let's let's move on. Uh, yeah, one last, thing about, one last thing about Gosman. He's going to wear number 34, Patrick. He talked about how oh, Halliday yes. was his favorite pitcher growing up. And yeah. obviously, Halliday wore number 32 with the Blue Jays, which has been retired. But he wore 34 <laughs> with the Phillies. Um, and Gosman actually switched his jersey a couple seasons ago after Doc had passed to 34, and he's going to continue wearing that as a Blue Jay. So that's that's pretty awesome too. He, he's he won some fans over immediately with that. <laughs> it's a pretty pretty cool thing. Uh, and having Doc as your idol is never a bad idea. Um, Vladdy Guerrero Jr. Another tweet from our boy Hector Gomez here uh, again. H Gomez 27 on Twitter. Uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., this is a quote, I'm working harder than I did last year in the offseason. My goal is to arrive in the best physical in my best physical condition at spring training and have a better season than the one I had this year so that I can help the Blue Jays win the World Series. And he also had posted some videos of Vlad working out as well, too. He's been Hector's been great for that. He's been breaking lots of lots of news this winter and uh, posting lots of Vladdy videos, so he's getting the getting the Jays fans hype. And what do you think about that, Patrick? Vladdy wants to come in in even better shape. I don't know how that's possible, but I'll I mean, take it. I big mean, boy going to be big. <laughs> Can't wait to see that caboose in the batter's box. He's just going to sit down there and just going to, like, just mash bombs. Yeah, he... I still... Like, he was a hair away from hitting 50 this mm-hmm. year. As a 22-year-old. <laughs> yeah, as a 22-year-old, I'm saying he goes for 50 this year. I would not complain about that. Um, yeah. In former Blue Jay news, Patrick Marsh, sad, but uh, some tweets here from Jeff Passan again. Reigning's AL Sile winner Robbie Ray and the Seattle Mariners are finalizing a five-year, $115 million contract with an opt-out after the third season. So, like Gosman, he gets a five-year deal. It's $5 million more in total value, but he can opt out after three years, whereas Gosman's has no opt-outs. I think Gosman's has like an eight-team no-trade uh, clause in it, though. Um, I did read that today. So, Robbie Ray goes to Seattle for Patrick Marsh. Uh, Seattle Mariners finished one game behind the Blue Jays this season. Also, they won 90 yep. games. Uh, yep. They've got a really good young rotation, and then Robbie Ray is going to come in there and anchor that. Um, the Mariners are kind of on the up-and-up right now. Are they? They are. They, they have, they've got so many prospects, my friend, that um, they they made like they traded a lot, a lot of players away the last couple seasons for a lot of prospects, and those prospects are close, and they are going to be pretty good. Lots of them are good pitchers, and they've got guys like Jared Kelenic on offense. 
Um, I think this, I think the Mariners team is going to be around, but that AL West division, as we'll talk about in a second, they're like, they're loading up out there. Uh, Good. They can all beat each other up. <laughs> it's crazy. Like the, the Astros are still the class of the division. Uh, if they can keep Carlos Correa, which it doesn't look likely, but you never know. No. Um, they still have I also would never list. use the word class in the same <laughs> sentence as Astros. But that's fair. You got me. There. I get what you're saying. That's fine. How what do you what do you think about that deal for Robbie Ray? I it's fantastic. Secure the bag, my guy. I'm glad he was here for a year. Uh he has an opt out after the third season, so that's kind of interesting. Um five years, 115 million, that is only $23 million a season. That is significantly lower than I thought he would command on this market. And the fact that he only got $23 million a year, I think the Jays could have matched it, but... Hey, Gosman got 22 on the, on the same term. Yeah. And him and Ray had very similar stats last season. So I think that was kind of the market price for for 30 year old pitchers on a five year deal. I think if they would have signed for le- like less length, then you get more annual value. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. I'm happy for Robbie Ray. I'm sad yeah. for Toronto, but we got our guy any like we 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 signed somebody. For sure. So um, I mean, yeah, this it's great. Good for him. I hope the Seattle Mariners uh, you know, win something at some point during that five years. Yeah, hopefully they try right. to be really shitty but he, he's our guy secured the bag speaking of securing the, the bag uh marcus samin off to the texas rangers on a seven year uh, i think it was what 175 million something yeah obscene it was yeah it was a big deal uh and then in the same breath they also signed Corey seager <laughs> to a 10-year 325 million dollar deal so in the span of like 24 hours these tweets from jeff passen are just under 24 hours apart um, they signed two shortstops and paid them $500 million for 17 total years. So that's pretty crazy. Uh, the Rangers spent half a million dollars or half a billion dollars, excuse me, on shortstops in 24 hours. So one of those guys is going to be playing second base. I'm thinking it might be Marcus Samin because Corey Seager got more money <laughs> in a longer term. But I guess that remains yep. to be seen. Uh, can we, can, I, I don't want to gloss over this. Yeah, I was just going to ask your opinion on this. Corey Seager, 10 years, $325 million. I don't get it. <laughs> he's had Looking the, at I, his, I think he's had the best years of his career already, to be honest with you. I would not say that, but I I mean, I, okay, career 297 average, career 367 OBP. It's 27. His 162 game splits would mean an 870 OPS, which is well above. Yeah league average that makes him pretty solid number six hitter in los angeles uh big big fucking l for (laughs) the dodgers yeah i worry Um, about the durability a little bit honestly patrick he's i was gonna say he hasn't played a full season or what would you know what would be fair to call a full season since 2019 yeah uh, and he's only done it three times in his career, uh, yeah. which right now is seven seasons long. Mm-hmm. Uh, his service time is only six point zero three two. So I don't. I, I guess let's that's just say, time right, on major we'll league roster. But but if you look at it right, like rookie season, he played twenty seven games. Then he goes one fifty seven, one forty five. Then he only plays twenty six in two thousand eighteen. Goes yep. back with one thirty four. He played fifty two in the short 
60 game season so that's a full year there uh and then 95 this year so just over half Um, i don't know if it's durability or what it is but there's definitely some injuries there (laughs) he's not a home run hitter he's got he does have a great eye uh he does not strike out very often in fact his strikeouts uh in the last two seasons are just 16 Mm percent he is a spray hitter like he doesn't really he's not really a pull last year he was dead center 54.1 percent of the time which is pretty elite um the career numbers are great uh yeah as a fielder (laughs) as a fielder he uh, if you added up all of his career uh fielding percentages and compare them to the average slightly below average um, but again, the younger shortstops do tend to commit a lot more errors until they yeah. become more comfortable. Uh, he hasn't had uh, a double-digit error season in a couple years. Uh, 2019 was the last time he didn't play position at all in 2020, um, according to this. Oh, no, he did. Oh, I'm misreading this. You know what? I fuck B-Ref. Anyway, good for Corey Seager care the bag let's see how that pans out for texas i'm glad to see that the al west is absorbing all of these superstars so it just becomes a death zone because all all five of those teams aren't making the playoffs at best it's three and if we're being real they still have to contend with the fact that the blue jays are arguably a contender uh for for at the very least a wild card spot so like some of these teams that are dropping money probably oakland uh aren't gonna make it but still it'll be interesting it's been a while since the rangers are good it's been a long time since the mariners are good so cool yeah okay uh what are your thoughts on on samin are you happy he got the the big deal yes good for him great <laughs> Um, no, I don't want to. I don't know. I don't want to. I feel like I just talked a lot. So I'm like, just like, yeah, he secured the bag. Uh, Texas Rangers, bit of a bit of a out in left field choice for yeah. wanting to go to a contender, but whatever. Good for um, him. Good John for him. John Heyman tweeted, Stroman is a Cub first at Stro. So he gave Stro the source. Uh, and then Mitch Bannon from Sports Illustrated, who covers the Jays, said the Cubs play at Toronto on August 29th to 31st. So Stroman may get the pitch against the Blue Jays. Fun times. Uh, I don't. Yeah, who knows? But we'll see. Care. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the biggest like short-term deal i yeah. think i've ever seen my entire <laughs> life this is insanity if somebody gave you three years and 130 million dollars patrick um would you say yes no yes of course i would <laughs> jesus christ there's nothing on earth i wouldn't do yeah for three years and 130 million dollars the only thing that you have to do is play for the mets for three years no, I would walk. <laughs> Max, I would want an opt Max out. Max Scherzer didn't their... walk. He uh, he has an opt out for two seasons, I think. Actually, um, does he? <laughs> yeah, I thought I saw that somewhere, but That's he's not. I don't funny. think he takes that. Um, hundred thirty yep, million dollars nope. over three years for a thirty-seven year old pitcher. I think that's how he'll finish his career. And keep in mind that the Nationals are still paying him fifteen million over the next, I think, two seasons. Because because <laughs> when he signed his deal with them, it was deferred over seven years instead of paid over four. So um yeah he's getting 15 million each year so he'll be getting 58 million dollars this season 
I believe is what the math that's works so out too. That's so funny. That's so uh, funny that he's years. still going to get paid like that. Yeah, something like that anyway. Um, but yeah, that's a big get for the Mets. Um, they lost it on Steven Matz. And Stephen A. Cohen was not happy about it, which was super funny. Um, but they got Max Scherzer. So Max and Jacob deGrom now form a very good rotation there. Uh, because Lethal. Is, is uh, the shitty thing is that they're... Who is their number three starter? I can't even remember at this point. Or four, Just... or five, yeah. or their or their bullpen. Um, I mean, is Pete Alonso going to hit 132 home runs in order to keep that team from <laughs> losing more games than it wins? Or Yeah. yeah. I mean, are they going to be good with, like, I don't know. They've bled out more talent than I think they've absorbed. Right. In the last couple seasons. Um, they did also sign Starling Marte to play center field four years, 78 million. He was great when he got traded uh, from Miami to Oakland last season. Yep, that's he, a big dub. I think he led both the American and National League in stolen bases last year. It came very close to it. So pretty incredible. Uh, the dude can rake and he's fast. He plays great defense. So that's a huge get for them. Um, Speaking of center fielders, the Twins have extended Byron Buxton to a, uh, I think it was seven-year, $100 million contract, if I remember correctly. Ooh, Jesus. Um, which yeah. seems like a pretty good deal. Buxton's obviously had some injury issues, but when playing, like he was probably the MVP in the American League until he got hurt at the end of April last season. And that yeah. was saying something because Vlad and Shohei were obviously raking. Uh, but I think Buxton was hitting like 350 or before he got injured, so... Um, but obviously a very good center fielder, probably the, the best center fielder in the American League if he, if he plays a full season. But uh, that's good for Minnesota. Um, they need to secure their young talent, and they've done so there. Uh, some tweets from yesterday. Joe Patorno uh, tweets that John Morosi was on MLB Network, and he said, The Mariners, Blue Jays are perceived favorites for Chris Bryant which, if you remember our last episode, I said it was on my list of people that I wanted to sign to play third base. And we're not sure if anything's going to happen with that before the deadline tonight. It's unlikely at this point because they would want him to be uh, physical. And never say never. Unless he's going to be at their facility in Dunedin, it's probably not going to happen. But who knows? It could, it could happen. There's still, like I said, a few hours left. And there probably will be um, some more moves left uh left in the tank here tonight what do you think about that chris bryant and uh chris taylor are, are rumored here is the next tweet from blake murphy says that uh, chris taylor is quote probably now the highest priority for for toronto and that was also from morosi who was on the fan 590 toronto sports radio uh, yesterday with blake murphy so what do you figure about those two guys the chris's one with the k one with the ch which one would you prefer i would like chris bryant but i would not balk at either um Chris Taylor is a former Dodger, and the Dodgers don't mess around with players. Uh, and obviously, Chris Bryant plays a very good third base, and he does. He does. And would fit in nicely uh, in the lineup, but he has brought down the the strikeouts uh, yep. from earlier in his career. Yep. Uh, Unfortunately, he's power he's right power hitter. <laughs> yeah, he's power hitter. Um, Ah man, both these know. guys they... are uh, are uh, excuse me uh, right-handed bats, so yeah, doesn't really fix that problem. No, it doesn't. But uh, I would say, see, I'm used to thinking in with thrift in mind, which makes me think that Chris Taylor is the more likely of the two. 
because again, I would still like to invest more money in the bullpen and getting Yusei Kikuchi. But if that's not going to happen, that means that there's going to be a battle for the number five spot, which will be very interesting. There are multiple candidates within the team that are probably worthy. Uh, so we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. YOLO, I say just, I don't know. Apparently two hours ago, according to MLB trade rumors, that Chris Taylor was going to re-sign with the Dodgers. It's still, okay. still just a report. It hasn't been verified by anybody yet. But I'm just looking at that now. I just actually saw it on Twitter. Uh, I think I think we can live we said, can live without both. Yeah, Ken Rosenthal had said uh, this was two hours ago. So, okay. free agent, super utility man, Chris Taylor and the Dodgers are in agreement pending a physical, according to a major league source. That was Ken Rosenthal. So um, that's interesting. So that maybe the Jays go after Chris Bryant. And I'm just looking to make sure there's no last minute news on him either since we've started talking. And it doesn't. But I know the Rockies have been interested. The Mariners and the Jays have all been linked to him as well. Um, Still a lot of big names, but one that did get snatched up. Javier Baez. Yeah, Javier Baez getting a seven-year deal from the Detroit Tigers. Didn't see that coming. Yeah, that was uh, an interesting one. Um, A big, big move for them in the rebuild. Uh, Jim Bowden broke that. Uh, yeah, it actually ended up being six morning? years, one hundred and forty million. Six six one forty. Yeah, that's good for them, especially when they're you know in the middle of building up yeah. prospects. And uh, this Torkelson kid, I think, is going to be pretty pretty good, pretty good. Uh, and then of course, uh, Mark Melanson. Yeah, Melanson. Melanson. Melanson, I believe it is. Yeah, solid Melanson, farm. Two-year deal with a mutual option for 2024 to the Arm Barn. I love how they use that. That's hilarious. Uh, yeah, I like that too. Is it time to retire the bullpen? No, fuck that. No, I love it. Leave it. All right, fair enough. Uh, Freddie Freeman hasn't gotten an offer yet from the Braves, and he's starting. You there still? Some people were throwing out the Freddie Freeman to the Jays. I yeah. don't want that because that means Vladdy goes back third. Not interested in that. Let's. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I don't know. That's a lot of money to throw at someone just because they're Canadian. Oh, uh, did we talk about uh, James Paxton one year deal? Yeah, one year, Boston. ten million with Boston. So Good big for him. maple coming back to the AL East again, as he was with the Yankees. I hope he stays Damn healthy, it. man. It's it sucks yeah. that he went to the Red Sox, but how can you not root for the guy? Um, yeah, tough. A uh, couple, like a trade here. The Marlins acquired Joey Wendell from the Rays, kind of utility infielder. Tampa got some random prospect who is probably going to end up throwing 100 miles an hour and being an elite closer because that's Tampa Bay. Um, and then the Angels signed one of the relief targets that the Jays had been linked to briefly, uh, Razel Iglesias. He re-signed the Angels for four years there. I believe it was $58 million, if I remember correctly. Um, and then the Minnesota Twins signed former uh, Oriole and Angel Dylan Bundy to a one-year deal with a club option. So a reclamation project there. But yeah, that's that's kind of the update for any free agents and trades that have happened at this point. I'm sure more will happen immediately after the episode. But uh, we'll be back again, hopefully on the weekend. Hey, Patrick, are you going to be down for an episode on maybe Sunday afternoon before the Ryder game? 
Yeah, I think we have to. Yeah, we'll have lockout stuff to talk about. So, <sighs> yeah, that's going to be, it's interesting. It's no, no need to panic. Anybody out there who's panicking about the lockout? If What about Joe? Is he panicking? Who's Joe? <laughs> Joe panic? Oh, God. Right, Come on. I can't believe that head. went over your head. Man, you know what? I, I lost sight of him after we fleeced the Marlins in that trade. But, uh, okay. So, yeah, we won't panic. We won't panic, Patrick. We don't, don't have to worry about anything really until February 1st because that's when, like, spring training kind of gets going a little bit because players aren't going to be able to, like, talk to their teams. They're not going to be able to go to team, like, workout complexes during a lockout so and like nobody can sign so it'll completely put a halt to the whole offseason but when the new deal is ratified and hopefully it is because obviously the players don't want to lose it on any money because they'll start losing out on paychecks starting february 1st Uh oh Um, yeah they don't want that to happen because especially these guys who've signed big money deals this offseason they're gonna want to get paid so we won't worry about that but we'll talk about all the specifics after it actually happens but uh, that's going to be it for us today, Patrick. But uh, hopefully everybody was entertained by the amount of news, the sheer volume we had to cover. But uh, for Patrick out in Halifax, Justin here in Saskatoon, thanks for listening to us. Find us on Twitter at BFMD Podcast. Listen on the big platforms, Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, and more. We'll see you when we see you.